Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Danielle from Tarot and Tea Podcast, and as always, I am here with Luscious Lexi. Yes. <laughs> do you remember? Like <laughs> do, you re- <laughs> do you remember when that happened? <laughs> yes. You guys, Lexi and I were cheerleaders together, and there was um one year. I think it was my senior year, her junior year, maybe. But I was captain, and Lexi was co-captain, like my co-captain, and. Um, we, it was like at tryouts and we had a bunch of like freshmen around us. So our coach was like, okay, we're going to do like an icebreaker game to like make the freshmen feel comfortable. So just stupid. Number one. (laughs) And she goes, so you're going to say your name and then like, or something that also starts with the first letter of your name. So I think I said like dancing Danielle because I did. helped with choreography or blah 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 something about choreography. And then it was no, like it was Lexi's turn. <laughs> and then Lexi's <laughs> turn comes up, and she's <laughs> like, "Um, uh, hi, I'm Luscious Lexi," and <laughs> I lost it. I laughed. Because so I get much. what else? Like, what am I supposed to say? Like. <laughs> I don't know. And that our, was the only thing that popped in my head. Our coach's jaw just, like, dropped. Like, she was like, oh, no. They are like, that's inappropriate. And I said, I don't understand the question. Oh, my God. We all, oh, my God. And then, like, that's what we called her for pretty much the rest of the time. Oh, that was a good one. I just remembered uh, that, and I was like, got to throw that in there. Yeah, it was pretty good. But it also, was- oh, this is my birthday episode. Cause, yeah. Because it'll air the day before my birthday. My birthday will be, well, tomorrow for when this episode airs. Birthday. It's my birthday episode. And then in a few weeks, we'll have your birthday episode. I know. Because I don't I think, believe it. I don't think your birthday's on a day that we air. No, it's no, not. No, it's on a Friday. Yeah. The 19th, right? Yep. Okay. So. Mom the- said, what are you getting Danielle for her birthday? I said, I don't know, nothing. And she was like, <laughs> Lexi, she's always there for you. She's your best friend. You have to get her something. I said, uh, I don't know. I'm like, she, and then my mom was like looking for things online, like um, things that you would like, like crystals or something. Yeah. And she says, oh, darn it. It already says sold. I'm like, yeah, because Danielle already bought it. <laughs> like she already has everything. She's saying that she's running out of shelf space. Yes. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Just please do not send me more hair. That's my only request. Well, I can't send it to you when you'll be expecting it. And I already told you, I'm not sending it to you anymore. Of course. Oh, yeah. For Zach only. Yeah. Since he wants to commit a felony offense and open someone else's mail. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's what he gets. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So today I'm super pumped. We're talking about dreams. I want like some like dream, dream, dream. I was thinking, like, Dreamweaver. Any uh, <laughs> Wayne's World fans out there will know what I'm talking no, about. No, I was thinking of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That was a good one, too. Or what's it? Sweet dreams are made of thin. I don't think we can actually play music because we'll get, like, I don't. Music rights is, like, a whole fucking beast yeah. that I don't even feel like dealing with. Um, but that was our little dream medley for you guys. <laughs> Um, but no, I think dreams play a huge role as far as like the occult world. Um, because I, I totally believe that dreams are messages or can be messages. Um, or it could be when, you know, your spiritual guides are trying to reach out to you. They can do so through dreams, but it can also be tricky too, because 
sometimes I also believe that sometimes dreams are just dreams. Yeah. And so it can be hard to differentiate. Whoop, try that again. (laughs) It can be hard to like differentiate between what's a message and what's just a dream or you know sometimes like certain foods can trigger you to have like weird dreams or certain medicines can trigger you like anytime I have to take NyQuil it's like pretty much acid because my dreams will be so wild when I take NyQuil dang I wish I think I like 90% of the time when I sleep I'm in a mini coma Mm -hmm. like I that I don't remember anything. I talked a lot. I might have walked around, but I didn't dream at all. Like, not that I can remember. Yeah. So when, like, I can remember it, I'm just like, yeah. whoa. I think crazy. I think for me, the way that I kind of tell what's a message and what's not is I notice the ones that are meant to be messages are usually a lot more vivid and a lot more realistic to the point where I wake up and go, okay, wait a second. Was that real or not? Usually those ones tend to be the ones that are messages or have some sort of um, real life significance to them. Yeah, but you know what? I wish like... I could do a dream journal, but like I have one. I literally, as soon as I start to try to remember what happened, mm-hmm. it's like dissipating, and I'm like, no, wait, wait, yeah. wait, and I'm like trying to like figure it out, and I cannot, and um, I just, I really hate. You that. should sleep with some uh, red jasper next to your bed because red jasper, the crystal, is used to help um, remember dreams. Okay. So maybe. Or like I'll remember it when I'm driving and I'm like, well, damn it, I don't have my dream journal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they come back at like weird times. Okay, I do have like an actual um, news article. Okay. Um, so we can sound like a little more professional. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, so this one is just a Harper Bazaar. Um, it came out in November 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just 14 common dreams and what they really mean. So I'll just go through like uh, the 14 and um, what the interpretation of it is. Okay. So if you have a dream that you're just going about your regular day, the interpretation um, is surprisingly puzzling with a question mark. And it says boring real life events such as going about your normal day. Um, I feel like I should have read this before I got started. Um, <laughs> me trying to be professional. I don't know. It says um, our brains are limited to what we know and the way we work through our stressors. So maybe you're just thinking about everything that happened or the next day or um, you're feeling guilty about like picking up your kid late or just like something random so it's just like going through the emotions that you felt throughout the day Mm -hmm. so that one's i mean oh it's it's it calls it day residue oh okay yeah i don't know i said residue and it sounded very incorrect residue is a weird word residue Residue. i'm like reading i said residue residue (laughs) (laughs) um if you're back in school taking a test Um, then they're like, um, maybe you're not being prepared in like your real Mm -hmm. world. So it's like, how did you feel in your dream? Like if you felt like you were ready for it, then like you're ready or whatever 
your subconscious has yeah. in mind for that dream. But, like, if you weren't prepared, then maybe you have to look at that and be like, oh, shoot, I need to change something. Yeah. Um, if you're hanging out with a celebrity, any celebrity, um, <laughs> then the interpretation is, um, you know, maybe you heard a movie. or or a song or their movie or something and then um it says ask yourself what it is about this person that relates back to you so like it could just be like I said like the song or you saw them in a movie but for some reason they stuck out a little bit more Mm -hmm. and maybe they did something else I don't know I feel like Chrissy Teigen's in a lot of mine Probably just because I read her on Twitter a lot. <laughs> Honestly, though, you radiate Chrissy Teigen energy. I love it. Uh, yeah. I don't want to be anybody else. No. Chrissy Teigen, come on the show, man. <laughs> Dude, how <laughs> nuts imagine. would that be? How nuts? I think I would pass out on my Zoom camera, and you'd be like, Lexi, you're frozen. And then my mom would walk in here and be like, no, like, she's passed out. Like, and she's like, dead. Oh. And Chrissy would be like, uh, are you okay? And I'd be like, <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> um, if your partner cheated on you in your dream, the interpretation can be, um, maybe that there's, like, infidelity in your past, or, um, it's just, like, in the back of your mind, even if, like, that's not what happened. Um, it says that it's also important to remember that dreams aren't prophecies, so if there aren't trust issues and this seems to be coming out of left field, then it doesn't mean that your partner's cheating. Um, there's something that's taking up too much time and attention away from you. So it could be more like your significant other or someone in your life is like um, super into their job or friends or and not giving baby. you enough attention. Yeah, and so if so, in your dream you were cheated on but right but it's it's more symbolic yeah 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 that makes sense that makes sense because I have dreams like when I have dreams that Zach cheats on me I literally get so mad at him like I will wake up and look at him and just be like ugh. (laughs) (laughs) and he said oh my god I know and he'll be like in the morning I'll be like salty with him and he'll be like what's wrong and I'll be like you cheated on me in my dream and he'll be like okay it was a dream and I'm like was it and he's like, I literally have anxiety. Like, I don't even talk to people, so I don't even know what you expect from me. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, will have dreams like that, but, like, with my mom or my friends or something. And I will, like, literally see them and just, like, be angry. And then I'm like, oh, my God, it was just a dream. Stop. Right, yeah. <laughs> they didn't exactly. even do anything. <laughs> right. Um, if you have a dream that you cheated on your partner – um, then the interpretation um, is going to be just as symbolic as the one before. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not that they're – so maybe you have doubt about the other person's loyalty and safety of the relationship, but it's still just as emotional. Um, so it's more like you can feel betrayed or, um, again, like your partner is putting something before you or they're not being fully transparent. And so you're like, well, I'm going to cheat on you and then – it's just you being dramatic in your dream. Yeah. Um, if you're running late to something super important, I feel like mine, I'm always trying to run, like, away from something. But, like, it's like I'm running on the moon or, like, underwater. Like, I'm not getting very far at yeah. all. Yeah, or, like, 
I've had dreams like those typical dreams where you're running from like a killer in the woods oh, and yeah. you know damn well you can run faster than what yeah. you're running in and your you're dream. you're like running in place kind of. Yeah. Like, on, why am I so small? Yeah, you're like, why can't I run? <laughs> oh my God, that's like the most frustrating feeling. Okay, so like if you're late, it's just saying that the interpretation could be um, like the timelines that we put for ourselves um sometimes aren't as realistic so like you could want to lose late uh lose weight or reach like a career level by like a certain date but so like you feel like you're late for something when really like you're where you're supposed to be you just are not getting to where you want to be as quick as you are mm-hmm. um if you dream that you're pregnant the interpretation <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> and you're pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> um, even if you're not trying to have children, this is a positive dream. It's reflective that something is growing and developing inside of you. It could be anything from a new idea, um, to working towards a promotion. And this is a lot of women get this when they're working on a degree or in a new relationship. Listen, I've never dreamed that I was pregnant. <laughs> See, we're trying to conceive right now, and I have pregnancy dreams all the time, and it's starting to, like, get to me because I get super excited, and then I wake yeah. up and realize it was just a dream, and it kind of, like, yeah. affects me. But uh, so being someone who's had a child, pregnancy dreams are in sane it is very common first of all i heard one of like the old wives tales of when you're pregnant is the first dream that you have of your baby once you know you're pregnant the first dream you have where the gender's revealed is the gender and that's happened to me and pretty much all my friends who had babies like to be true yeah and also you have like the most fucked up dreams and I think it's just because you're playing out your fears especially as a new mother it's like you have so many fears like am I gonna do this right am I gonna do something wrong am I gonna accidentally hurt the child and you will literally have dreams of you like killing your child oh shit and and they're so vivid and you feel like you wake up and you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god but I found out like after researching pregnancy dreams it's like those are so common and it's just you being like of course you're afraid that you're gonna fuck up like any new parent would be and so that's why you have those dreams it's basically showing you like your worst fear like what you're afraid is gonna happen but it's like pregnancy dreams are like a whole other level it they're always so vivid and so intense oh my god yeah um if you're standing on a cliff and suddenly you're falling into nothingness, um, it just may be that you feel out of control or overwhelmed. Um, but isn't it true that if you fall um, in, like, your dream, or, like, if you die in your dream, you die in real life? So what I think, the way that I understand interpreting dreams is it's a lot like interpreting, like, tarot cards in the sense of it's all symbolic so like if you pull the death tarot card it doesn't mean you're gonna die or whatever you're asking is dying death in the occult world whenever you're talking about symbolism death always means like the death of a chapter or like the death of like something else like the death of a habit or something to that extent 
So from my understanding, when you die in a dream or where you're like escaping death or you feel like you're going to die, it means to like, you need to just let it happen. You need to just let go of whatever it is. Like if you're escaping death, maybe it's saying like you need to break this bad habit and release yourself from it, but you're refusing to do so. And it's saying like, no, just succumb to it and let it let it die out like let yeah, go but remember of that, that was like a thing that people would say is like yeah if you died if, in your dream you won't wake up and i don't think yeah because you would like because um everyone always wakes up like right before you hit the ground or right mm-hmm. before you whatever i always because i love scuba diving and sharks and the ocean and water and everything i have dreams that i'm like scuba diving and stuff and then um i'll be like breathing all types of crazy because like i'm breathing like i have like my bc mm-hmm. and so i'm like breathing through my mouth but i'm like holding my breath and like doing all these weird things <laughs> and then i'm like i'm like feeling like i'm suffocating because i can't breathe mm-hmm. and it's because like in real life i'm really like not breathing because i think i'm yeah. underwater <laughs> That's nuts. You should get one. What's that app that like tracks your sleep schedule? Oh, I got it. Oh, you do? Yes. And it'll say, um, it'll like, it takes clips from night. Yeah. And it'll be like snoring or talking or movement. And you can like play it back and listen to it. It is, it's very creepy, but I'm like afraid that when it says talking, I like every time it says talking, I like, I'm afraid because I'm like, is it going to be me? Is it going to be someone in the room? With I me? was going to say that's I always get super uncomfortable whenever people have like those um, when they're trying to detect paranormal activity and they have like cameras in their room. Oh, my God. Like even just watching that footage, oh I get God. so <laughs> nervous because I'm like, oh, no, what is going to be? You know who we need to have on the show? The Ghost Brothers. Oh, my God. Daylin and Marcus. And the other one's name is passing me by right now. Yeah. But I love him just as much. That show is like literally the best paranormal show ever. I'm not too familiar with that show, but I've been seeing, I'm on like Ghost Talk on TikTok. I found my way to like Ghost Talk and Witch Talk somehow. Well, not somehow. I think it's pretty obvious how. But there's like, what people do is they have like old radios and like that's how they communicate with the ghosts. Like the ghosts will like pick out like words uh-uh. Like, from ads and stuff to put together. Uh-uh. And I was, like, watching these. And it's, like, it's tough because it's uh, you're not in the room. And I feel like, you know, we've talked about, like, our experiences with people channeling. And when you're in the room, you know it's real because of, A, what they're saying. Yeah. And, B, like, you can feel the energy. But when you're watching over a screen, it's kind of hard to, like, you can't tap into that energy as much. Yeah. But those but, things okay, so freak Ghost me Brothers, out. Ghost Brothers are these three black guys that go into these houses that have paranormal activity. And the one, it was like, Marcus. And they like look at each other and he said, that better not have said no Marcus. And they're like, (laughs) they like, they'll be like, you have to go. Yes. They're like, you have to go check it out. And he'll be like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not checking that out. And they'll be like, the camera fell over. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm getting out of here. It is literally the best ever. Like the one girl um, who was, like, the mistress of the house, like, loved to sleep with, like, the slaves or something, and so, like, they had him lay on the bed. No. Wait for her to come. No. And, he, and they're, like, all right, like, come on, you better get her over here. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, 
He said, and she better not touch me. They're like, take your shirt off. And he's like, no, I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to go watch it immediately no, it after this. it is literally the best show. And, like, there's some good stuff on there, too. Like, they use, like, this bear, like, gangster boo. And that's, like, how they, like, communicate with, like, the children. But it would be like, um, do you want to play? And they're like, oh. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> it's just so I feel like that would funny. be us. I cannot, Bia wanted us to go, <clears throat> excuse me, Bia wanted us to go into a haunted house, and I was like, I will take a graveyard over a house any day, because for some reason, my thought is like, if you're in a house, you're like, you're in a house, like you're inside, and let's say you're, you're running from something, and like mm-hmm. you take a wrong turn, you don't know how to get out, like that freaks me out so much where I'm like at least in a graveyard like you're out in the open and you can like just fucking book it you know what I mean yeah and you can see where you're going the very first season of American Horror Story with the house how it really had like the portal to hell in the basement (laughs) I love that season that's one of my favorites oh no me too but like you don't know what else is in the house it could be way more than just one person that died in the bathtub like at my house i know yeah your house yeah (laughs) oh my god speaking of my house last night my mom texted me her door was shut and like latched Mm -hmm. it literally opened like the handle twist and opened like this much like a couple inches and so she's like that was weird so she like shut it again and then she like put on her pajamas and then like went back out into the living room and then all of a sudden like she heard this like loud crash and like something just like did something and she says i don't think i'm sleeping in my room tonight i might sleep on the couch that just creeped me out like i don't know what's going on and i'm like of course it did we need to get a pendulum and a pendulum board in your house and we need to like see what's up i got a ouija i'm not using a ouija board I refuse. Well, then what was the difference between a pendulum and a pendulum board and a Ouija board? For me, in my mind, a lot. <laughs> I don't know, like, how factual it is, but Ouija boards just freak me out. I don't they know. They freak me out, but also they're sold at Target. I know, but I don't get good vibes from them. Like, they really freak me out. A pendulum board, I feel like it's a little bit more... Did you see that one tweet I sent you? They had a, um... They had a rug that was, like, a Ouija board. With a Roomba. Roomba, And they were like, well, this should be interesting. (laughs) They were like, when all you wanted was a clean floor, but now you have a portal to hell or something like that. (laughs) I was like, this is great. No, but I think um, when it comes to dreams, it's, it's always tricky. There's a lot of books, you guys. If you're really wanting to take a deeper dive, there are so many books that you can get about dream interpretation some of them however it reminds me a lot of like college literature classes that I was in where like you have to read a book and you have to break down every single part of the book like you'll spend a whole class on one page because they'll be like the door is yellow why do you think the author chose yellow instead of any other color and it's like that's almost what dream interpretation is like some of the books are like pay attention to everything like what color is the grass? Is it a bright green or like a yellowish green? Because those could mean different things. And it can almost be overwhelming Mm -hmm. to an extent. Um, But I mean, just like the basis of it, I think for me, and maybe it's because I'm not a very observant person when it comes to stuff like that. Usually when I receive messages through dreams, they're pretty plain, like cut and dry. You know what I mean? Like it's either somebody coming up to me saying, hey, you need to do this, or like I said, whenever 
I think somebody's having a rough time, I'll see them in my dream with like black clouds above their head. And to me, that's like, oh, they're mentally struggling. Like a couple days ago, I had a dream of my friend in California Mm -hmm. and he was like, I'm all alone. I'm all alone. All I have is like my little sister. I'm all alone. And I was like, well, you can come visit over here. Restaurants are open in February 1st. Mm-hmm. We'll Tomorrow. be able to go out to eat You because he's already working from home. Like, it'll be fine. He was all alone because everyone in his family except his little sister died in a car accident. And Wait, he, like in real life or in your dream? No, in the dream. Oh. He ended up having the police, like the crime scene photos, like the police photos of the bodies. And I said, no, let's not look at those. You shouldn't look at them. And he said, okay, I won't, but you will, and you'll describe to me what they look like. You're and like, I said, "No, sir. well, I'm a good friend. So <laughs> I, I <laughs> so it was like his mom, who I freaking love. Yeah. And she, I said, you know, it just looks like she has red and white face paint, you know? I don't know. <laughs> She's a little beat up. <laughs> but a really little not beat up. Not too shabby. And it's like her, like, upside down in the car, like, dead. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And he's like, okay, thank you for sharing that information with me. But then kept saying, I'm all alone. I'm all alone. And I'm like, dang, that's crazy. So then, like, the next day, I was like, I need to text him. Well, he sent me something on Twitter. And I, like, responded to it. And I said, oh, my God, text me. I got to tell you something. So he texted me. And I was like, um, I had this crazy dream. You kept saying you're all alone. And he's like, well, I broke up with my girlfriend. And I'm like, okay, so check. That part was right. And I said, but your family's still alive, right? And he said, um, I think so. And so he's like, he's like I'm going to so. call my mom. And he calls his mom, and um, she was driving. And oh, she's no. like, I'm just going to take this as a sign that she misses us. And I'm like, good idea. Good idea. Because good idea. So mine was a dream that was rolled up between – the true crime I fell asleep watching yeah. and my friend actually being alone in the terms of like he broke up with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and is feeling like super alone yeah. right now. And so mine was like this weird mix and I'm like, okay, I really hope that mom isn't dead. Yeah. But also, I know that he keeps saying he's super alone, something's wrong. So mine is like, uh, you gotta listen. Yeah. <laughs> I am basically on that gold mining show where you're in the water, you're <laughs> sifting through, and maybe you'll find a gold nugget of truth. <laughs> well, that's kind of, like, the tricky part about dreams is, what, like, that's kind of, like, what I was saying in the beginning is sometimes, like, it can be a mix or it can be just, like, a dream. Like, there's a few times, because, um, like, I believe dreams can be prophecies sometimes, and that's tricky, too, like, how that said um, in that article. It said dreams aren't prophecies, so just because you saw something doesn't mean it's going to happen. However, I would disagree with that slightly because I've definitely had dreams that have had come to fruition. Well, um, I don't think they're saying that that's not. It's just saying, like, if you're afraid of your yeah. spouse cheated on you, it doesn't mean that that's what happened. Yeah, but then there's definitely times where, like, I have dreams and I wake up and I'm like, oh, fuck, well, everyone better hope that doesn't happen because that's... <laughs> not gonna be great like you know what I mean and so sometimes that can be tricky especially like with prophecy dreams because you don't know unless it ends up happening you know and sometimes it can be the smallest thing like I think a few episodes I shared that story about how I kept seeing like this 
road that I had never seen before. And then when we were like driving down to Destin, we had to take a back oh, way yeah, in Alabama. Yeah. yeah, and we were on that road. And it, so it could be something like as minor as that, but sometimes they can be like big things that you see yeah. happen and then they actually happen. If like your your teeth are falling out. Oh. I have this one like kind of a lot or like they're not falling out but they're really loose. Yeah. And like I feel like I can't do anything because like they will fall out. And this one says um it could be just pent up anxiety that's coming through in your dream. So like um we're being concerned about our like competence and strength and ability to take a bite out of the world that's crazy because i have like my bike guard in and i'll wake up and be like my teeth will be in this bike guard as soon as i take it out and they're not thank god (laughs) but that's (laughs) what it feels like sometimes no i've had dreams like that before too not like frequently but i definitely remember because i wake up and i immediately like put my hand in my mouth and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) um this one you're being chased we love that one um it all depends on who's doing the chasing. So it's saying, like, often people are being chased by a monster, and the monster may be a manifestation of an, um, like, addiction or debt or, like, something that you feel like you can't outrun. Yeah. Um, if you have the unfortunate dream of being chased by someone you know, then um, your associations about the person chasing you are often more insightful than focusing on the actual person chasing you. So it's saying, keep in mind, people in dreams can be um, substituous, substituitions for people or even um, substitutions of ourselves. Substituitions. Oh, okay. I thought it was substitutions. I was like, Lexi. <laughs> no, it has too many T's and I's and U's. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I got it. <laughs> I was about to be real concerned for you for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh no. How funny. Uh, if you're in a position of power, you don't dream about being a queen or a president. Maybe I'm dreaming uh, of all the wrong things. I mean, I dream about being like a leader or like in power not necessarily like a queen but like I often have dreams where there's like a group of people that like kind of look to me like okay fuck like what do we do and I have to like take hold and be the leader whether I want to or not but I feel like in real life that that happens a lot where it says the dream compensates for um feeling powerless in real life interesting see that would be weird though because I feel like like, when I think back to, like, cheerleading, like, I never in a million years, I think I became captain of varsity when I was a sophomore, and it was literally because the captain who was captain, like, left, and literally seniors, everybody just kind of, like, looked at me and was like, all right, cool, so, like, now what? And I was like, Yeah, but those what? were different. That was, like, a, that was, like, a reality, like, a normal day thing. Right, but that's what I mean. I feel like I get put in power, like, quite often so I always just thought like when I dreamed of it it was just like I have two I've been I literally like at this new job because um I don't want people like like I don't know there's people that have been there longer than me and I'm like waiting my turn kind of thing and then like my manager turns to me and is like okay so um I'm gonna make you point for like some of these things and you know you'll be in charge of like making sure people are 
doing what they're supposed to do and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, really? Because I listen, I will get these bitches doing what they're supposed to do. That's not the issue. <laughs> the issue is they might not like me in like right. a month because I'm going to do what needs to be done. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like oftentimes, like, jobs and everything, people usually, and it's not necessarily that, like, I'm put in power, but I'm always the person that people go to. Like, people are always like, hey, do you know how to do this? Or like, hey, will you help me? And I'm always like, I mean, yeah, And they know I'll open my mouth before anybody else. So they'll be like, we need you to be the one to tell everybody the something. Or we need you to be the one to ask this question and, like, kind of advocate for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Because I don't Mm -hmm. have a problem. Yeah. I speak to everybody the exact same way. That's kind of too, like, I always feel so weird going into, like, group interviews because I feel like I talk too much. But, like, nobody else will speak up. And I'm like... I know. I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'll answer this question or I'll go first. And then I'm like, God, everyone's probably freaking annoyed with me. Okay, this is a good one. This is, like, either you're at a, like, a super elegant dinner party or you're with a deceased family member um, or other impossible scenarios. This one happens (laughs) to be... Wait, why is an elegant dinner party an impossible scenario? (laughs) No, it's an or. (laughs) Elegant dinner party... Or a dead family member, or other impossible scenarios. Right, but it says, or other impossible scenarios, which is like, wait, what? why? So, so why you... is it impossible that I can't go to an elegant dinner party? Yeah, like... are you calling me trash? Now I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, and I was like, wait. Yeah, what? Ew. That's so funny. Oh my god. I am not beneath you, Harper Bazaar. <laughs> It says, this kind of dream, along with other dreams of elaborated elegance, can represent a need to supplement reality with fantasy. So, dreaming of, like, a banquet um, to satisfy the hunger of the missed meal. Or dreaming of a a dead loved one is a way to bring them back to life. They can also be healing and help us process difficult emotions. Um, many believe that these are visits from their departed loved ones and others simply take comfort in feeling like they were able to spend time with their loved ones mm-hmm. in the dream world. I definitely Listen, think it's them reaching out. It's them coming back. I All the way down to like the smell of the cologne yeah. and the sound of their voice. Literally everything is so in like I couldn't like in my head I can like kind of hear my grandpa's voice. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't just like smell what he smells like. And, yeah. Um, stuff like that like I would have to listen to like a voicemail he left me to like yeah get that exact voice back in my head but listen I'll wake up from a dream he was there we were talking I smelled him I hugged him like he was there yeah absolutely I a hundred percent don't care think it's I don't them care. coming if back think I'm making it up that's fine it, it can be a dream to you but that shit happened yeah, no, I definitely think, I think when we enter sleep, especially, like, the deepest parts of sleep, I think that we're more susceptible to accept um, messages and stuff like that, and we're kind of in, like, an in-between realm where we are able to meet with those who have passed on. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> oh, wait. I got my Oracle deck, and let me tell you, it's playing me. Why? I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm not used to it yet. It's basically like a glorified eight ball. And it's some of the answers. Let me grab it. Okay. It just, it's rude. 
It's rude. Dude, I tell, my tarot cards assault me all the time, verbally. No, literally, like, it's so cute, so it's, like, mini, right? Yeah. I like the artwork on it, too. I do, too, and they're, like, kind of thick. Yeah. So, I don't know, I like them. Literally, I'll get, I'll get this one. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be like, what? Like, you don't even know what I'm asking. And then I'll get, get more information. And I'm like, I just gave you all the information I have. I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. And then I'll get, (laughs) look at this one. Unlikely. (laughs) And I'm just like, stop. (laughs) And then I got, choose a new direction. And it's just like, no. And I'm like, I don't, listen, I don't have many options here. Well, that was the thing. That's why, like, we talked a little bit about, like, the difference between Oracle and Terracle. (laughs) Oracle and Tarot decks. (laughs) Oracle and Tarot decks. Um, Oracle's very, like, direct. Like, it's very yes, no, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Whereas, like, Tarot, it dives a little bit more deeper into... And that, I think that's what I need. So I need to do one of these, like you said. Because at first I was like, well, I'm not that good at reading Tarot yet. I can if, like, I'm really paying attention. But sometimes I'm like, listen, give it to me straight, cards. And then I hate it when it says it because it was like... No, with a skull. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why? Why? <laughs> like, tell me why. I'm drawing and then again. I like, asked a question, and it was like, not the right time. And it just has like these mushrooms popping out of a broken watch. And I'm like, well, <laughs> and then to listen to your intuition is this like little owl. And I'm like, well, yeah. listen, we've already talked about. I don't like to do that sometimes. Yeah. So, no, like, give me a But maybe that's hand. what it's saying is it's saying, like, no, you need to do this. Well, I hate it because it doesn't need to give me an attitude. Like, listen, tell me what I want to hear and let's keep it moving. That's not the point of them, though. Well. <laughs> That's the whole point is to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Well, I'm telling you they have an attitude and I'm going to have to. St- I literally almost asked you the other night like to pull me a couple cards from your I deck can, yeah. to like give me more information because I was like, at this point, these are being disrespectful. I can, like, I can do a reading for you after But this. it really was just like a. <laughs> where I'm like asking questions and there's like some that have like more information on the card and I just got no. And yeah. I'm like, well, if I wanted that answer, I'd get a magic eight ball right. because it does the same <laughs> yeah. thing. No, I, I try again later. I got, I got my new tarot deck in. I got the tattoo tarot deck. Oh my God. The artwork. And I bought it online, which we'll do like a whole episode on tarot, but essentially like they say you should get it in person because then you, like, you can feel the vibration and have a connection with it instantly. But my thought process was, was I loved the artwork and I was like, even if I don't develop a bond with this deck, at, it's still a cool piece yeah. to have for, like, my occult collection, you know? Yeah. But um, so far, I haven't tried reading with it yet. I'm still forming a bond, which, you know, usually it's like, you just leave it next to your bed. Like, whenever I go out, I just throw the cards in my purse, like... Just so they can kind of, like, create a bond. And I'll, like, smudge them and purify them and do all that stuff, too. Yeah, I've been keeping mine next to my bed because I'm, like, maybe we're just not best friends yet. Yeah. And it's, like, It took me a minute freaking, with my other I'm, like, deck. a new girl in school and I'm getting an attitude. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. I'll try and start reading with them probably in the next week or so. But I really want to just establish that bond first. 
um, to make sure I'm getting accurate readings. But yeah, I still like, have I mine. I literally, like, got them in the mail. I was like, they're here. I know they're here. Because there wasn't, like, exact tracking since mine came from, like, Europe or something. I yeah. don't know. And um, so I was just like, you know what? They, I think they're here. They have to be here. And I look. They were there. So I'm like, perfect. I opened them, and I had, like, a really bad day at work. And I'm like, give me the answer. And it said, no. And I'm like, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, fine. We'll be friends. That's fine. I'll ease into it. Yeah. I'll take you on a date. I'll do whatever <laughs> we gotta do. You bitches. <laughs> you bitches. Oh my god. But no, they are really pretty. They are. And that's kind of like my thing too when I got that new tarot deck is I was like, you know what? If I don't form a bond with it, it's fine because I have a tarot deck that I'm fully bonded with and that I can you know, do distant readings and all that stuff with, so I'm happy with it. Um, but I just, oh my god, the artwork on that tattoo deck is just stunning. The Queen of Swords, I said on Twitter the other day, I was like, I might get this tattooed on me. Like, the Queen of Swords yeah. card is so beautiful, and I'm, like, obsessed with that drawing, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm about to literally get this exact photo tattooed on my leg, because this is stunning. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. But, hey, we got some spooky mail. Spooky mail. It's a spook. I was trying to come up with, like, a song, like, from Blue's Clues, where I was like, here's the mail that never fails. It's spooky. Like, I was trying to come up with something. <laughs> it's um, it's It's still a work in progress. I'll get back that's with you. That's fine, you know. Um, So we actually have two. One of them is just, like, a comment, and then one of them's a story. So I'll do the comment first. Um, they didn't leave their name, so I don't know who it's from. Um, but it says, okay, I just listened to the Salem episode. I laughed so much, I peed my pants. You all are amazing, and I'm so excited to listen to more. Keep doing what you're doing. I was like, oh. That was nice. I know. I'm glad we're making people need to buy Depends. I, keep hey. Maybe we can get sponsored by Depends. <gasps> oh, my gosh, yes. Like, we make people laugh so hard they pee. I love that. <clears throat> they don't like that. Okay, this next one's, like, intense, okay? So, like, buckle up, okay? Okay. So, this one's from our friend Megan. Shout out to Megan. Um, I don't think we've talked about her on the show before. But, well, I've talked about how I did uh, natal charts for her family. That was who that was. But, um, so this is Megan, and it's about her and her... I almost said boyfriend. They're fiancés now. Fiancé Forrest. Um, I've been, like, waiting for that for so long. I when I saw that, I was like, finally. I love them. Anyways, okay. Moving right along. So she said, um, I know Danielle knows a little bit about what's been happening at her house because her and I talked about it, like, in the past. And she said, um, Wow, way to exclude me. But I'll go right from the beginning. I don't remember why we talked about it. There was, like, a specific thing that happened that triggered the conversation, but anyways. Okay. Okay, so, they currently live in the house that used to be owned by Forrest's parents, and before that, they don't know who owned it. She said the house itself has and over- Forrest is her fiancé. Yes, Forrest is her fiancé. Not just, like, a forest. Right. A house in a forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. She said, the house itself has over 200 years of history. It used to be a blacksmith's barn in the 1800s and basically has been a renovation mess for the both of them because it's been, it's basically an add-on to an add-on. Oh, so God. to renovate the house has been just like a disaster. I know that's, I think that's why we started talking about it was because she was venting on Twitter about the renovation process because it's been yeah. a whole thing. Which I can relate, because renovations suck. Okay. 
So she says, when Forrest was younger, because this is the house that, like, Forrest grew up in. When Forrest was younger, they had some weird stuff happen inside the house. His brother, and then she said in quotations, who probably deserved it, (laughs) um, passed out in the entryway after feeling something go through him. And he was afraid to go into the kitchen at night because there were lights and he always had bad feelings. Mind you, he was in his teens at the time. Forrest just mostly has heard his name being called when no one was around and harmless stuff like that. Um, They had their aunt come, who Forrest describes as a medium, but, like, they don't really know if that's exactly what she is, but Mm -hmm. that's, like, how Forrest describes her. Um, She uses a pendulum to talk to what spirits were there. Um, And there was a little girl who was around 10 and a boy who was in his teens. And his aunt said that the girl had a crush on Forrest, um, had a crush on Forrest, which is probably why he never felt, I'm assuming why he never felt threatened, because it was like, she was more like playful, and that's probably who was saying his name, to be honest. Um, They both didn't like Shane, which is Forrest's brother, which might be why he felt, that's probably why he felt uncomfortable and Forrest didn't, because they had a different energy towards him, which I think is super interesting. Um, And then she says, a few years later, at the beginning of when Forrest and I started dating, his brother and his wife with their two kids moved into that house, and basically Forrest lived with me. So this is now, Forrest and Megan didn't live in that house right away. Um, Forrest's parents moved out, and then his brother with his wife and kids moved in. Um, And they said, Forrest um, at the time just had the niece and nephew, and his nephew stayed in Forrest's old room, okay? Mm -hmm. And then she says, this is where it gets kind of creepy. His nephew would wake up in the night and see a little boy just outside of the bedroom, and when he would get up, it would disappear. And Liam, which I'm assuming is his nephew, would come downstairs and wonder, like, where he went. And then she said, since then, his parents and other family members moved out, and we moved back in and have not had any feelings or really any indication that there was anything going on. So we just assumed that maybe it was the ghosts were attached to something that someone else owned, and when they moved out, the ghosts went with them. She said, we especially thought something would pop up since starting all the renovations, even though Forrest's parents and aunt have asked us about if there's anything that had been happening in the house, but, like, nothing so like this is something his whole family is like aware of and like acknowledges but this is like it starts getting wild so she says fast forward to the past two weeks we think one of them at least is back leona which is their beautiful baby um Mm -hmm. leona's toys have been going off on their own when Uh, no uh. one has been around and one even was late at night when forrest and i were on the couch and l they call her baby l l was in the bed asleep for at least a few hours in another room. The toy that started playing was across the room and she hadn't even touched it at all that day. Um, today we have Hall- we have a Halloween decoration we bought while it was on Clarence and it's just been sitting on the counter and we have not touched it since we placed it there around Halloween time and it just started going off. Oh my God. And she said the only way it's supposed to even work is if you completely turn a dial Uh uh-uh and she said it's like this old radio with different channels and it will play different halloween songs and she goes and this bat thing that like lights up on the radio and then she said forrest and i both agree we don't oh my god wait i think we have that we have one of those i think you probably do your mom has every halloween decoration known to me i know 
And then she says, Forrest and I both agree that we don't feel anything mean or feel really anything at all. And then she said, oh, I also forgot to mention that we think they are tied to the children's toys and clothing we keep finding in the walls. Shut up. I was like, what do you mean you forgot to leave that part out, Megan? Oh <laughs> That's a big my part. God. If I found children's clothes and toys in the spots. walls, I would Stop move. Stop it. Oh my gosh, we should ask her if we could do an episode in their house. Wait, I wonder if like the kids. We should take Bia to their house. And, like back then, they just like put the. Like I don't know why are they in the walls? How 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 are the clothes in the walls? Are the bones in the walls too? <laughs> I need a deep dive. And then in those she walls. said. She said, from what I've read, people used to ward off spirits, and it was good luck to put children's belongings in the walls of a house that you're building. Or trap them there forever. Yeah. Well, yeah, she says, like, they used to think that it was good luck, like, to put it in while you're building. Because that's what I'm thinking. The only way that they could be in the drywall is if you put them there while they were building. There's no way to get into a wall without busting it down unless you put it there while you're, before the drywall goes up. Um, and then she said, I thought you guys would enjoy our child hunting story. Um, yeah. And that was, that was the email. Oh my God. I know. I was like, when I was reading that, I was like, I want to go to their house. But even, and you know what though? I think the reason she, like they haven't felt anything is probably because the spirits never had an issue with Forrest in the first place. Yeah, they place. like Forrest. They're probably happy that he's back. Yeah, and his brother left. And there's like a baby there too. So they're probably like just yeah. happy. Right, and well, and the thing is, is if they're children, that would make sense as to why the children's toys are going off. They're probably like, oh cool, yeah. like toys. Like, oh yes, I never got to learn my shapes. Yeah. Let me press this little bear's head but yeah i think i think that makes sense because children's toys i know like they do go off a lot and it's freaky it's so freaky but i usually think that that means it's like a child spirit just because or we have like this dog's toy Mm -hmm. um and it's like it's a babble ball and it's like this hard plastic and um, it'll go, like, under the couch or something. Like, they just bat it around. And then um, all of a sudden, it'll, like, go off and, like, none of us have moved or done anything. Yeah. It'll be, like, against the wall or something. And it'll be like, um, hey, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, my God, we hate this toy. Because uh... it has like, has, like, 16 phrases. And I swear it only actually does, like, three of them because it's just so weird and you'll just be like like obviously if you're walking then you're like bouncing the floor but we'll just be sitting there and it'll say something and i'm just or it'll just be like rough rough yeah like you're like no (laughs) (laughs) but like when the batteries are dying it's like terrifying oh because it's like like, and you're like oh god (laughs) i am Oh my gosh, speaking of like spirits in the house, the other day I was doing a live um, because I own my beauty business as well and I was doing a live video for um, like I was demoing a product and I was in the living room because that's usually where I get the best lighting for my lives and I was home alone and in the middle of the live, I swear to God, I heard somebody say something and it sounded like a kid and I literally stopped and like looked off camera and I was like, 
Did you guys Hello? hear that? <laughs> Hello? Like, I should go. I totally forgot about it, but I should go back and see if you can hear it on the yeah, live. Yeah, you should. Because um, I posted it as, like, a replay, so you can yeah, go back and should. watch it. Because I was like, did you guys hear that? And someone commented, they're like, oh, God, is this going to be one of the videos where we're literally seeing you right before you die? I was like, I fucking oh, hope not. God. Those, I hate those. When they're, like, on FaceTime with, like, their friend. Yeah. I'm like, hey, and they're like, wait, what was that behind you? I thought you said you were home alone. And she's like, well, let me talk. <laughs> and she, like, walks around. <laughs> and then she's like, that was nothing. And then she sits back down, and then the killer's, like, behind her. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, my Class God, ma'am. Class, ma'am. Classic. Damn. <laughs> classic, classic. Um, but yeah, so that's our spooky mail. Guys, if you want to be a part of spooky mail and you want us to read your story and talk about your story, um, go ahead and email the show at tarotandteapodcast at yahoo.com. Um, again, you can send us some love. You can send us, I mean, if you want to send us hate, like, go for I it. I mean, yeah. Well, I'll read that on the show, too. too. I don't give a fuck. You can I send us hate. hate. You can send us your opinion. You can send us questions, comments, stories, anything. Um drama i love drama oh yeah we're tarot and tea if you got yes. some drama yeah if you got some bring it on tea, yeah like you had tea with like your neighbors who we may or may not have killed their children we don't know okay okay oh yeah so i mean thanks for bringing that up update still have that one time we saw her <laughs> back in november skipping in her driveway while her mom filmed Ew. it is the only other time we've seen them we still it's been snowing all the neighborhood kids, we had a snow day, um, I think it, sometime last week, and my son and, like, a couple of the other neighborhood kids were outside playing in the snow all day. The kids were not outside at all. Like, I, we still have not seen them. So I'm curious, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, we're in Michigan, so we're still going to be in winter for a few more months, but... I'm curious once spring and summer rolls around, if I do not see them at all this summer, I think I'm going to have to call somebody. Uh, yeah. Because then it would have been a full year. And again, like winter, I get it. If you're not a winter fan, like you're not going to leave your house. I get it. But if we don't see them at all this summer, I think it's time to potentially intervene because i think maybe you should have already intervened. see but it's tough because it's like if we do and we're wrong and they're fine they're just in their house then they're gonna be like well which one of our neighbors called and it could start like a whole thing you know so i'm yeah, just trying like, to be like careful safety I don't know. yeah i don't know but we've seen one of them so it's like obviously one of them's at least alive i don't know i'm definitely we keep an okay, eye on here's it. what you do Find them on Facebook. Go to their Facebook page. Get the grandma. The grandmas are always posting on Facebook. Go to their page. If there's recent pictures, maybe they're with the grandma in Florida. We don't know. If there's not or if it's only, like, old photos, then you could message the grandma and just say, Hey, I live across the street from them. Just checking in. How has quarantine been for them? And if she's like great you know they actually sent their kids to a boarding school where they don't wear masks and whatever <laughs> then okay at least we got an answer true true i don't even know their. that's the thing is like everyone in our neighborhood's pretty friendly like we've talked to most of our neighbors we have not talked to them yep you got to get on there there's they have to have one family member that is posting about them or is like friendly enough to talk about it yeah to a stranger because i probably would be that family member yeah. if someone like someone messaged me randomly and was like hey have you 
what's your aunt been up to? I'm like, I don't know. She's probably at her house. Here's her address in case you need to <laughs> <you buy."> see <laughs> I think that would be me. I'd be like, oh, my God, yeah, she's great. Do you oh need her God. phone number? That's so funny. You know, we do have one of our um, best friends. Well, you know, he was our best man in our wedding. He's actually mm-hmm. a police officer. I could probably just let him know, and he could probably just – do some sort look of wellness it up. He check. He can freaking look up the parents and be like, yeah. well, they're a known kidnapper. They actually weren't their kids at all. Yeah, I should just have him look. Why have I not thought about that yet? I don't know. Maybe I don't know why should. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I definitely should probably have him check in on it. All right. <laughs> well, are you ready? Oh, guys, stickers are here and ready oh! to be sold. Yes. We have stickers, you guys. If you want to check out what they look like, um, you can go on any of our social medias. I think we posted them on everything. Um, They're $3 a sticker. That's it. You don't have to pay shipping or anything because we can just, we'll just mail them out in an envelope. Mm -hmm. So um, if you want one, you can email us at tarotandteapodcast at yahoo.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram at tarotandteapodcast or if you are, friends with Lexi or I and like our personal lives and you have like our Facebooks or our Twitters or anything like that, you can always just DM us on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so $3 a sticker. Um, they're awesome. I'm super excited. They turned out really well. And yeah, they're great for everything. I'm going to put one on my laptop. I'm going to send you one too, you and your mom one. Uh, yeah. So you have them and I'll send you some of that tea as well too because I forgot to do that. So what tea? The you wanted to try the chamomile tea, remember? Oh yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. So I'll send you a few of those as well. Okay. So yeah, um, guys, get with us if you want one of those. Uh, yeah, they're for sale. And I got my hoorays ready to go. Okay, you go first. What's your hooray? Okay, my hooray. This is like a show hooray. Oh. And a and like a PSA. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> our um the next two episodes we're gonna have guests. And I'm really I'm excited. So, excited. so the so the next week that we record, it's gonna be um, our family friend Kaylee and her haunted house and everything, and just her going through all of it, which is gonna be so awesome. Um, and then the following one, we are gonna have a couple guests from Soulcon X, mm-hmm. and it's just like this cool company, and yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, they um, Soulcon X reached out to us. They said, um, well, it's funny. They were like, "Hey, we listen and we love your podcast. We would love to if you're accepting guests be on our podcast." And I kind of like looked into them, and they're like <laughs> this company that incorporates um, spirituality into like day to day life. And they see, like, super professional and all this stuff. And I was like, do you think they actually listen to our podcast? Because Yeah, and then me and Danielle were like, like this is how unprofessional we are. Yeah. We're like, wait, um, do they know that we say cuss words? Yeah, um, I was, like, nervous. Because maybe they don't want to be here. I was nervous. I'm like, are you sure this is the advertising you're looking for? Because... And she's like, oh, my God, yeah, we love it. They love it. And we're like, okay. Um, there's, like, a another podcast oh maybe that's the one that they listened to and they accidentally mailed us because <laughs> i don't know if they understand no but, i, I mean, talked we to are super funny we are and we're a great time mm-hmm. it was just funny because um you don't expect to have like actual guests and things like that so um the fact that they actually were like no we love it like we want to be a part of it and i'm actually really excited because Me too. um they they're not full-time crazy people they like one is a lawyer and the Mm -hmm. other one is oh shoot the other one's like a 
something super professional. But they, but in like the evening, like after hours, she's like a medium, and uh-huh. the other one just like incorporates like, um, her intuitiveness into like being a lawyer and stuff. And mm-hmm. I just think that's so fun because you don't hear really about like you hear okay if they're a oh medium, yeah. It's probably Teresa something something from Long Island. Caputo. Full-time media. I love her, though. Approaches people at the supermarket. Like, you don't hear of people that don't do that as their well, and that's from, job. From my understanding, that's why they started SoulCon X, was it's because they want to let people know, like, it's it doesn't have to be your life. Like, you can yeah. be spiritual and incorporate it into your day-to-day life. Um, And I just looked it up. The other one is, like, a... Uh, client relationship executive so yes, they're like that's what it is. super like professional and guys we don't want to share too much because they'll come on and share their story but they're just going to yeah. tell us about one of them has a really cool story about she actually didn't start getting into this until like a few years ago because of like an experience that happened to her that's like so beautiful and overwhelming and I'm super excited to have her on the show or the both of them on the show so they can share um that yeah. and then I'm like uh, but like as excited as I am to hear about both of them I am really excited to learn about how she incorporates her um intuitiveness with her job. career yeah and that's like that's kind of where I'm at right now mm-hmm. like I need to advance myself and uh yeah I just think that's like so awesome yeah and not so treat it as like a hobby like actually find a way to be spiritual and incorporate it into your day-to-day life without it being like, oh, I do this on the side. As- or it's like, oh, from the hours of 8 to 5, I shut yeah. off my intuition. Exactly. And then when I'm out of work, I turn yeah. it on. Like, you can have them both at the same yeah. time. Yeah, so we're super excited. We're super yeah. excited. So they'll be on. That episode's launching, like, at the end of February. Um, but that yeah, is coming That one's, coming like, my up. birthday week. Yeah, that one is, I think. Because that one, I think we're, rec- we're recording on the... F- 14. So that one will launch. That will be Tuesday the 16th. So yeah, that's your birthday yeah. week. So that's I'm your excited. birthday episode. <laughs> you guys, we're so excited too because when we started this podcast, it's like we thought maybe 20 people would listen and we didn't really have, I mean, we had like high hopes, but I think we were like, well, let's just give it a shot, you know, give it the old college try and we'll see what happens. And we're almost to a thousand total plays. We have People reaching out to us who, like, want to be a part of it. Um, like, we're actually, like, being, I don't know, like, I I think we're better than what we thought we were going to be. Same, yeah. And I think, um, and we have a couple cool collaborations coming up where we're going to be able to do giveaways. I'm not going to, like, elaborate on that right now just because I'm still waiting for, like, the deal to solidify but you know if that goes through we have some uh, really fun giveaways going up with people that want to partner with us and it's just like we're so over the moon with um the feedback and the support that we've gotten from everyone and you know just help us out by sharing when we post episodes liking reviewing because that's what's gonna get us more deals like that which is just fun and you know Lexi and I love doing this and putting this content out for you guys so the more interactive other people get like the bigger it can go and the longer we can do this for and I mean we're having a great time so so thanks guys and that was kind of my hooray was when I saw because I checked um you're a hooray stealer I know I am well the morning (laughs) because the morning that I posted the last episode because like the analytics come up right when I post the episode and we were at like 
um, like 830 total plays. And then literally a few hours later, I had to get back on to like check something and it had gone up over a hundred and we were at like 960. And I was like, crazy. I was like, whoa. And the fact that we're in multiple countries is just like, it's just insane, you guys. And that's, it's awesome. 2021, we're hoping like, you know, we'll be rounding in October. We'll have been doing this for a year. Which I feel like is crazy. I know. October seems far away, but you know it's going to fly by. I know. So it's just exciting, guys. So thank you. We're so great. I love that for us. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're so modest. My God. I love this. All right, you guys. So make sure you email into the show to be a part of our spooky mail time segment. Check out the stickers. (laughs) Follow us on... Um, Instagram to keep up with the show and all the craziness that we're doing over here. And yeah, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye guys. Bye.